1: mcafee how we feeling this morning sir i'm feeling pretty good how are you
2: guys feeling over there fantastic great
1: amazing
2: living i'm so honored and thankful to be here shout to patrone too you guys got patrone on board look at what's going on at first take i love everything about it this is what we do this is what we do what well, we and,
1: and this is this is us sober. So I mean, it says a lot. All right, uh, <laughs> let's get... Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, let, let's get into a little Monday night football action, shall we? Pat. So Purdy loses two straight for the first time in his career as the Vikings pull off the upset. So the Niners lose back to back after winning 15 straight in the regular season. He threw multiple interceptions for the first time in his career, and Monday marked the first time the Niners lost the turnover battle in their last 17 games. Here's Jerry. Jones this morning, talking about it. Take a listen.
3: I would have um, uh, liked uh, to have played better against the 49ers. And, of course, watched with interest this entire weekend's games, but certainly that one last night. And uh, you see uh, that uh, a a team step up there and play like Minnesota did, their quarterback did. Uh, uh, There can be had the 49ers I'm talking about.
4: All right, Pat McAfee. Can I respond to that real quick, Jerry Jones? How the hell would you know? (laughs) I mean, how would you know? I mean, 42 to 10, they just spanked your ass a couple of weeks ago, and you on the radio talk about they could be had. Clearly not by you, not by Dallas. It's like, why say
1: that? I know this is about you guys, but like, why say that? Why? Because it's Jerry. Pat, are you buying Mm -hmm. what Jerry Jones is saying, that the Niners can be had? Well, I love the
2: fact that somehow, some way, this particular program has become a Dallas Cowboy dunk-on-fest yet again, and it's because Jerry Jones speaking about what he saw last night, I think that's a real thing that's happening for the San Francisco 49ers right now. Without Trent Williams, obviously the team has a much different tone on the offensive side. Without Debo Samuel, obviously that's going to be a weapon that you're going to miss in production. But if you go back the last couple weeks here, the Cleveland Browns came out with a speaker box on their shoulder when they were taking on the 49ers. Last night, The Minnesota Vikings did the same thing. It feels as if the fear that most teams used to have about the 49ers defense and the way the 49ers offense was going to physically beat them up has been dissipated. These boys are talking trash to the 49ers coming into the field, and they've been showcasing that they can beat them in ways that we haven't seen before. Zero sacks, 44 dropbacks for that San Francisco 49ers defense. Brock Purdy turning the ball over now for the first time in his entire NFL career. I understand where Jerry's coming from, but his team wasn't able to accomplish it, so he should probably stay out of the conversation. But nonetheless, I think there is a thought that the 49ers could potentially be beat right now, and I don't know if that's going to remain for the whole season, but it's certainly real right now.
4: Well, they definitely yeah, they, look vulnerable right now. There's no doubt about that. Let me chime in here, Shannon, real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, they, definitely, they, de- they definitely look vulnerable right now. We get it. They've lost two straight. Brock Purdy has looked human about three turnovers, you know, three turnovers over the last two games. We're witnessing that right now. I threw out a stat in the first hour, PMAC, where it's talked about Kyle Shanahan, under Kyle Shanahan. Since 2017, the 49ers are 0-29, went down by five plus points, entering the fourth quarter under Kyle Shanahan. So we definitely got to take that into consideration. An 0-29, and with the bevy of quarterbacks he's had at his disposal, that explains why. And if it explains that, then it may very well explain why people got the boom boxes on their shoulders coming in the games against the San Francisco 49ers. Because if I'm looking at a quarterback, and I think he's ordinary, and I think he's somebody that can be had, then that's going to elevate my level of confidence. Because you damn sure not feeling that way going up against Bur- or Bosa and one and those brothers. That's not the reason you sticking out your chest with that level of bravado. You're not feeling that way because of Debo. You're not feeling that way because of Ayuk or Kittle. You're not feeling that way because of Kyle Shanahan's ability to call a game. If you're feeling that way in all likelihood, it's because of what Shannon has been pointing out, and that is Brock Purdy is somebody they believe can be had, even though the Dallas Cowboys have no business saying that
5: nonsense. Anybody but them can say it. Go ahead, Shannon. You know what, guys? There's an $80 million house listed in Bel Air that can be had. I just can't get it. (laughs) <laughs> you know, Jerry Jones, yeah, you're right. The 49ers' might can be had. You just can't do it. Remember, over the last three years, you've gotten three cracks at them. How that turned out for you? They can be had, but y'all didn't have them. I don't know why would Jerry like to inter, in, interject himself into a conversation. Just because someone – see, that's how we used to P. Mac, when we were growing up. Okay, they beat them, we beat them, so we automatically should be able to beat Team A. If we Team C, if we beat Team B, and Team B beat Team A, well, we beat Team B that beat Team A. Team C should be able to beat – that doesn't work like that, Jerry. When you get out there on the field, the 49ers in the back in their mind, not in the back, but in the front of their mind, know they will outphysical you. They will do what they want to do. They dictate pace. They dictate tempo. And so just because Minnesota beat them, the likelihood of Dak Prescott throwing for three 78 and playing basically a clean game, even though Kirk had the one turnover. And I, I'm not going to say that was a real – I mean, hey, it, the ball was a little behind him. Ward made a, a tremendous play in taking the ball from Addison. But I don't know why, Jerry. He's always focusing on somebody else's plate. Eat what's on your – you need to satisfy. Mm. Eat what's on your plate. Don't worry about 49ers. Don't wor- worry about the Dallas Cowboys. You've got enough to worry about. There you go.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if Pat wanted anything else. Well, I did kind of want to talk
2: about Jerry Jones. I did want to kind of talk about Jerry Jones's plate, you know. That guy's company is I, listen, worth like $8 billion. He's got a listen, gold plate. Shannon, I mean, he's Shannon, looking, you know.
1: Shannon was dropping gems right there. I mean, I was just yeah. like, Bars, I was just enthralled Molly. in that, right? I know, I was taking notes, yeah, like, don't, C, don't worry about other team people's
4: Team C beat Team B, I so mean, it's NBA, B, a, B, B, A, so we can yeah. beat B, B. I, I was B, B, actually, I was yeah. actually hey, like a little entranced, <laughs>
1: entranced in it, Pat. I forgot I was on TV. Uh, well, Team D was coming, you Yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Josh Allen and Buffalo fell to Bill Belichick. Mac Jones and the Patriots. Pat, what do you think was the worst loss this week? Was it the Niners or the Bells? So I think for the
2: Buffalo Bills, we certainly all have questions on whether or not they're going to be a team that's going to be able to go to the Super Bowl this year. You know, for one reason or another, it just feels like their bad days are showing up on a much more regular basis than they had in the past, even in the last couple of years. And last year, when they had a lot going on, they're taking on Bill Belichick and Steve Belichick. And there's a book on Josh Allen. And it's a division rival. And I know the Bills have beaten the New England Patriots in the past. But whenever you're taking on a team that knows you as well as they do, and Mac had his best game, I think, in a long time, and he was gritty and all over the place I don't think it's that big of a deal now For the 49ers, I think the loss is a much bigger deal. Strictly because if you start looking at home field advantage on the NFC side, you start losing a couple games in the middle of the season. You start losing your way. And I understand Trent Williams and Debo not being there is a big deal. But you don't think there's an advantage to Philadelphia having home field advantage through the playoffs as opposed to the San Francisco 49ers playing out there in Santa Clara? I think right now it's a bigger loss for the San Francisco 49ers because the other teams in the NFC aren't doing that right now. And there's going to be a real race to the top at the end of the season. And for me, I think they got to figure it out quickly. Brock Party's right. going to have to get back to being super as opposed to ordinary that you guys are calling him. And the defense is going to have to continue to inflict pain because going to Philly in the NFC Championship is much different than staying home, I think. Well, let, let, let me say this.
4: P-Mac is wrong, but it's perfectly understandable <laughs> as to why that is. Um, the, the, outside of the fact that he's a straight shooter who knows his damn football – He also happens to be an undercover, very, very nice guy. So he tries to find a silver lining, Shannon. He tries to find a silver lining, okay? Here's what P-Mac is not telling you. The Buffalo Bills had head problems coming into this season. It wasn't just the demonstrative actions of Stefan Diggs on the sidelines in an AFC divisional playoff game when they lost to Cincinnati. It wasn't mm-hmm. just the fact that he came into training camp and he was still salty months later. It wasn't just the fact that Josh Allen had to have a talk with them and all of this other stuff, and then even Sean McDermott wondered where their head was at. The issue with them is that missed opportunities – Seemed to be something that was in the heads of these guys, particularly Stephon Diggs. So when you come out, you got to come out. So you can't lose the opener to the Jets, but you can get over that because that was just the season opener, et cetera, et cetera. From that point forward, you get rolling. Miami comes into the house, you bounce them out of Buffalo, okay? You trounce them 40, 48 to 10. But then you're going to lose games like this? You can't have that. You can't lose a game to the New England Patriots as much as they were getting maligned. But that's what the Buffalo Bills did. And so when you look at them right now, it's the kind of stuff that leaves them scratching their head. You wonder whether or not the doubt seeps in to their locker room, their franchise, creating the level of friction that we lamented they were experiencing coming into the damn season. With the 49ers, you just on a two-game losing streak. We didn't have Debo, Christian, you know, you know, you know, you know, i uh, you know, saying, McCaffrey, he wasn't 100% even though he played. We'll be fine. Their attitude is give us all our horses. We'll be fine. We're together. We don't know how together the Buffalo Bills are. And they show us that when they step on the field against some of these opponents at least three times this season, Shannon.
5: Well, I agree with you, Stephen A. I think the bigger loss was the Buffalo, Buffalo losing to New England because think about how non-competitive New England had been. They lose 38 to three. They lose they lose 34 to nothing to New Orleans. To New Orleans, they lost to the Las Vegas Raiders, who just went to Chicago and got trounced. And then you go on the road. I mean, they had given you no indication, very, very limited sign of life. And they beat the Buffalo Bills, who many says, okay, they had one of the probably the fifth or sixth best odds of winning the Super Bowl. And you go there as bad as Mac Jones has been playing, as terrible as the offense has looked, and you get beat by them, I don't think – when we look at Minnesota, they had the same record going into the game. But you don't realize how competitive Minnesota has been. They've lost by three, six, four, and seven. And remember, they had the ball on, like, the three-yard line with a chance to win the game. And and first, Cousins gagged it off. So, for me – yeah, Minnesota has been much more competitive, and so yeah, we're both shocked by both of these teams losing. But I think the bigger shock to me was Buffalo losing to uh, New England, who had shown you no signs offensively. Yeah, they played well defensively, but when you get beat 38 to three, and you get beat 34 nothing, in back-to-back weeks, and then you go on the road and lose to Las Vegas, and we know they don't—they have—they're they're awful. Also, yeah, I'm shocked. Uh, I, I'm sure Vegas lost a lot of money on Buffalo losing to uh, uh, New England.
2: Ankh,
5: Ankh, you think that uh, you think Buffalo could still win the Super Bowl? You think they got the pieces to be able to figure it out with how much season we got left? Looking at looking not. at the way they played thus far, unless something drastically changed, remember, they lost White, the corner starting corner. They lost Matt Milano. Those are two Pro Bowl-type level players. Von Miller hasn't rounded into shape, yet he's still getting used to playing with that big old knee brace on. And so they're not generating. Their pass defense leaves a lot to be de- de- uh, desired because they can't consistently generate pressure, and they lost Milano and White. If they were to have those guys, I would say, you know what, they can figure this out. But they've just they just been really, really inconsistent to me. I, I, I don't like what I've seen from Buffalo this year.
2: See, I think the Niners can go on and win the Super Bowl still. You know, that's why I think, like, a loss like this is problematic. I think the loss of Trey and Milano and how their offense has looked up there in Buffalo, do they have enough weapons to be – I think we all kind of just said, yeah, Buffalo Bill's probably not winning a Super Bowl this year. So the expectations at the end of the day are vastly different than what it is for the Niners, which is, like, they've gone all in. They haven't had a top 60 draft pick in, like, the last two years. They've paid everybody at the top. The quarterback is on a small contract. It's like every loss they have in a Super Bowl, run is big but you're right both teams disappointing losses on a week
5: seven yeah but you look understand. at buffalo buffalo has weapons now p mac you look at Diggs. you look at uh, gabe davis uh, Knox, knocks the tight end kincaid the tight end they mm. can run the ball they can run the ball a little with cook they're not together and plus you got josh they're Allen. not together there's no reason
4: they're not together anything can fragment them that's my issue with buffalo anything can fragment them
1: all right, we'll leave it there. The Niners face the Bengals next. Wow. Pat McAfee. Oh God, we'll, we'll see you at noon on television. Can't yes, wait. Yes, we will. And we'll talk hey, to you next Hey, thank Tuesday. you, guys.
2: Appreciate you guys. to our weekly All right, be back.
1: Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive
0: Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
1: And guess what tips off tonight? It's a great time in sports, the NBA season. Yes, Tim yes. Legler in the house. Always good to see our yes. friend. Great to have you. So
6: good to be back. Excited yeah. about another Good to see you, my brother. Good to see you, bro. see you, too.
1: All right, let's get into it, guys. We'll start with a quick take. Giannis Antetokounmpo got paid. The Bucs superstar signed an extension to stay in Milwaukee for three years, $185 million, the max amount. Tim, talk to me. Thoughts on this?
6: $62 million a year for three years. It's a bargain. It's a steal. The man is worth every single dime with what he has done for this franchise. And Look, the people are out there like flipping out, like, why would he do this? This is so surprising. Maybe it's as simple as this. One, he likes where he is. One. But I think the bigger reason is he's trying to send a message to the organization, to Damian Lillard. He believes now he has the right guy next to him to go get more titles. Because Giannis doesn't want to just win a title. He has that. He didn't want to win an MVP. He wants to be one of the greatest of all time. To do that, You need to get more rings. He thinks he's next to the guy to do it with. That's why this comes to a lot of people as a surprise. There was no talk about this. He made comments earlier in the summer that raised some doubt. He put it all to bed to stabilize this franchise going into the season. And for me, it's Milwaukee and Boston clearly head and shoulders above everybody else in the Eastern Conference. Maybe in the league. Those two teams are the two teams, Stephen A., but I think this is a bargain for Milwaukee. And I applaud Giannis Antetokounmpo. Tomorrow's not guaranteed.
4: That's 62, right. million, 62 million hours. That's right. That's sixty-two million hours right. per year. You know what I'm saying? You take that money. You think about trade and moving on and all that other stuff, lady. You get the money while the money is there. If the money is more than fair, he can't get any more anywhere else. You take the, you take that sixty-two million dollars. You can't have Anthony Davis making more than you.
5: And hey, you know, and you know what, guys. I'm surprised, but given the fact that what Milwaukee's done, they, they went and got him a true Holiday. They traded for Holiday, brought Holiday in. They go out and get a Damian Lillard. So they've shown they've shown Giannis that we'll do whatever it takes in order to ensure you. we're doing everything that we possibly can to ensure you win more titles. So if, I think it's only totally right. Now, he didn't have to, you guys. You're right, Legs. He didn't have to do it. But what Milwaukee has shown him, willing to go get a Holiday, willing to go get a Lillard, what, what more can you ask them to do? And to give you uh, t- a rock, couple of roster spots for your brothers.
4: I will tell you this, uh, Tim Legley. You will be impressed with Shannon Sharp's basketball knowledge. Yeah, no doubt. But you will be equally disappointed <laughs> in how <laughs> subjected he gets when it <laughs> comes to certain people. Objectivity goes right out the window. Right, right. Right I've out the it, window. I've seen it. I've seen okay, it, it. Just, yep. just, just expect uh, that. Just yep. expect
5: that from him. That's, That's all, bad all bad. I'm saying. I'm I'm very fair. I'm firm but I'm fair. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Speaking of Giannis he had some interesting comments guys when it comes to LeBron James who's said to kick off the season as his Lakers take on the defending champion and the Denver Nuggets in a conversation with the Athletic Giannis spoke on LeBron's GOAT status saying quote some guys might say he's number two but other guys like me I say he's number one and he's still going. Shannon. I yes. agree
5: with Giannis. Of, of course! Now look, if you want to say the gold status is solely based on rings, I don't have an argument because six is more than four. But that's the only time you use that argument because Russell has more. There are several other Celtics that have more than six, and you never include them in the gold discussion. But... I believe LeBron James has played better longer than any other player in the history. And if you look at the teams that he's lost to, you tell me the team that Michael Jordan played in the NBA Finals that's comparable to the 17-18 Golden State Warriors. There isn't one. Oh, and you answering- know what? No, 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 no. no, no, no. This, Steve, this, Steve, this, 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 this! On, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to
4: interrupt. I thought you were finished. I thought you were finished. Go ahead.
5: Go ahead with the blasphemy. God. Here's the thing, Legs, and you know this. Normally contemporaries won't say a contemporary is a GOAT. When I talk to comedians, none of them say Chappelle put Chappelle as the GOAT. They say, nah, he's my contemporary. When we talk about baseball players and we talk about singers, they don't put them on the GOAT list. They they go they go back. But for Giannis, one of the two best players, he's either first or second, I got Jokic one, I got Giannis as the second best player in the NBA. But to have him say that. Because we hold so much credence when everybody else say, Jordan, you don't hang your head, Steven. And pick your head up when I'm talking. You pick your head up. You look at that camera. And you look at me. When other players say that Jordan is the GOAT, you up here pounding the table about, you heard what he said? Did you hear what he said? He got the championship. He got his MVP. He did that, right? He did, His flu is not fluid. No. LeBron James is the GOAT. And until otherwise noted, nobody's knocking him off that throne. So I don't know who the guy is going to come along in five, ten years to say, to try to claim this throne, but Hmm. right now until otherwise noted, it's one LeBron Ramon James. LeBron
4: James is like a godfather or an uncle. I'm sure you can relate, <laughs> He's like a godfather or <laughs> an uncle to, to most of the damn players playing today. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, this dude is a guy that is a four-time champion, a four-time league MVP. I got. A, I mean, I don't know if you noticed him like. I mean, this is an actual insult. It's it's it's, it's so insulting. I mean, LeBron could hardly look at me at Rich Paul and, and Maverick and everybody losing their damn mind. I got him number. Number two. All time in the history of basketball, and that's an insult to people like Shannon Sharp and Rich Paul and these guys. They're so ridiculous. It's unbelievable, but he is okay. It's not a six-time champion, a four-time champion. You talk about teams that LeBron is going against, and KD with Steph and Clay. Jordan never went with it against anybody like that. Guess what, Shannon? We wouldn't know. You know why? Because in six NBA Finals appearances, Tim Lakeland correct me if I'm wrong. Jordan never even allowed a series to get to a game seven. He never allowed it to get that close. When you talk about the greatness of LeBron James, there have been times where we've debated, well, is KD on that level? You know, Kobe back in the day, was he on that level? God rest his soul. Others as well. But when Michael Jordan was playing, you know this, was it not Michael Jordan and everybody else? Did everybody not know it was Michael Jordan and everybody else? Is there not a difference between respect and reverence as opposed to fear? Yes, it is. I'm talking about a night was it nine? ten-time scoring champion, nine-time all-NBA defensive team player, a six-time champion, a five-time NBA Finals MVP. I'm sorry, playing 82 games a year, 80 to 82 games a year, about nine or 10 of those years, okay? That Michael Jordan. Don't come to me about GOAT James and giving me some youngster as great as Giannis is, young whippersnapper, wet behind the ears, breast smelling like Similac, living in Greece, talking to me about how LeBron James is better than a dude that was balling before he was born. And by the way, even when he was born, he's the reason you knew about basketball in Greece, for crying out loud. It's because of Michael Jordan. You ain't bring that up while you were in Greece. And I'm not disrespecting Giannis in any way because I love Giannis in the whole. I'm simply saying, his youth, you didn't know about basketball. You wouldn't know about basketball if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. What the hell are you talking about? So let's see. You can talk all that junk all you want to. But there's levels to this. And I'm telling you right now, LeBron James is phenomenal as he is. Number two all time. Mm -mm. Never, ever, MJ. It
6: never, it never happened. It never happened. Well, listen. It's well-documented how I feel about this topic as well. But you know what this reminds me of right now? And just well, even, how do you feel just about Just even topic? how passionate, I'm, I'm not, I'm how even passionate sure. you just got, <laughs> how passionate Shannon is. I'm just Shannon saying is. I haven't heard how you felt I'm about gonna, it. I'm gonna, well, okay, I'm going to remind good. people okay. in a second because I, I, I okay. get this question all the time. Okay, okay. But look look how the temperature raised so fast. You know, me of? you know what this reminds me of right now? This conversation <laughs> is very much like the political tenor in the, in the world right now. Oh. You on one side, right? And, and the people that believe LeBron are on the other side, and you're never going to convince the other side. You're no. just never. If you're a LeBron guy, you are never. I am a LeBron ever, guy. Ever, going to convince everybody but them. No, no, but listen, listen. LeBron James, here's why I'm with LeBron. LeBron, over the last five, six years, has gotten himself to a place where he is the only person worthy of the debate. It's actually now a legitimate debate. But, but I'm with you, Stephen A. Okay. He's number two. Thank you. And he's going to stay number two. And that's where it is. Look, and I got some personal bias in this, too, a little bit, because I did play against that man. My exactly. Whole career, played, my yeah. whole career was the decade of the 90s, and he won six rings. And if he didn't have you know, some personal issues, it would have hankered to go hit a backdoor slider for a couple of years. He'd probably have eight rings. He, and then this, I don't think we'd be even discussing this if that happened. This, you would no longer be even trying to get LeBron into that
5: conversation if Michael Jordan had stayed in the NBA and won eight straight rings, which he probably would have. Well, you know what, Legs? You and Stephen A. would be absolutely right if he won some in the '80s when he had comparable players like a Bird and the Magic, because on his watch, Bird went back to back to back. MVPs. Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! You're just gonna ignore the migraine headache and, and Scottie Pippi don't show up in the game oh, seven. No. You just gonna ignore
4: that? You just. It. You're, you're going to ignore that. you to ignore in a game seven. The brother got a
6: well, mic well, well, and, 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 Really? And to your point right now, one of the, one of the reasons I will, I will go with, with, with MJ is this. Michael Jordan never had anybody comparable to him offensively. Thank you. Team he played on. As great as Scottie Pippen was, he's not even close to being on that level on a given night to what Michael Jordan was offensively. LeBron did have Dwayne Wade. Dwayne who, who got him through some tough moments. He did have Kyrie. He did have Anthony Davis yes. who won a finals MVP. Yes. Right, so I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Scotty and Dennis Rodney and all. the groups that he had. But when you go look at, look, Michael Jordan left Chicago. Scottie Pippen never averaged more than 14 points a game after that. Like, there, there's a reason. At 33 years old, he went right to 14 points a game. He had a ceiling offensively that Jordan was able to elevate those guys. LeBron, as great as he is, he did have guys like Dwayne Wade to go get you 35-40 in a playoff game, if that's what you needed that night. Kyrie to do what he did in the Golden State Series that they won. Anthony Davis to be the best player on the floor in the Bubbles final that they won. So there's so many elements to this argument, Shannon. But for me, I'm with Stephen A. in this respect. I think LeBron's got the greatest basketball resume of all time. It used to be Kareem. I think now it's LeBron James, no. but he, that doesn't mean no. he's the greatest player Listen, of all well, time. Well, I
4: think he, LeBron James. I think LeBron James. I got him number two all time, but I don't think his resume is better. than I think Kareem. his resume is greater. resume better than Kareem. I think it is high now, school, college. Pros, 19-time, old star LeBron. Greatest What I didn't know it. That's why. I was,
6: but LeBron skipped college so we'll never know what All that right. could have been. Right? What that he probably would have played one year anyway. So right. it's a different era okay. in terms of nice college. the college. But his resume, he, I'm just saying resume. Saying that not that talent. He plays like a but point guard
4: and became an all-time leading
5: scorer. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Shannon. But right see, Stephen A., that's what you You always try to do that. You keep on oh, talking about, oh, he wouldn't have did this, he wouldn't have did that. Oh, my God. You know, Let me ask you a question. Yes. If somebody said Michael Jackson is the second greatest entertainer of all time, you're going to hit him over the head. How on. Hold you on. Hold, on. Hold on. Pause, on. pause, 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 pause. I would disagree with that. But I wouldn't hit him over the head.
4: Sit up when I'm talking to you. Sit up when I'm talking to you, (laughs) Shadashop. I'm saying to you. I'm saying to you, bro. I would say no. I disagree with them. But I wouldn't hit him over the head if they said Prince. I would sit up there and say, well, that is Prince that they brought up okay, here. Right. Prince and Michael Jackson, Now, nobody else. Okay. Right, but what but Prince did. Michael Jackson. You, Jack, you may say how,
5: Prince, I ain't you, gonna hit him over the head. But but you see what you did? You see how, you how you lowered your You see you lowered your voice? When well, you talk about, I would say prince. But that ain't what you do. That ain't what you do in LaBarche. <laughs> when you talk about you, you put him number two, and all you do is that you stay elevated about Mike being number one. You yes. say, I would say Prince, I would say Prince. <laughs> I I, I I, think some people would say Prince, and I would not
4: disrespect him for that. But I'm telling you this, I'm not going to give. Listen, LeBron James' resume, not talent, number two, I get it. Because, like you said, point guard, Ah. the things he could do. But I'm not going to say he's got a better
5: resume than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar
4: now. I think that's going too far.
5: I think that's going too far i just saying, what, once we win five, I don't want to have this conversation no more. I refuse. Once LeBron James win the title this year, I Hold refuse to that. have another GOAT debate. I, I have to take – well, you can refuse it all you want to, my what brother. If, you what
1: if, a, what, what if LeBron won it. the title this year? I
4: don't give a damn. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a damn. I'm cool with the debate. I'm cool with the debate. You win the championship. Yeah. I'm cool with the debate. It's, it's but, a worthy what debate. Saying. Well, the, the key to, listen, I think that if you take LeBron James since he won the title, and you compared it, it's debatable. Now, my issue is those first years that it took you to win the championship – There's a difference when MJ doesn't have enough, as opposed to LeBron, who D-Wade and Pat Riley had to get in their head and remind him of his greatness.
1: Shannon, I have something from you, from our fantastic researcher, Josh Boyd, who just texted me. See, that's why my phone vibrates. He said, to Shannon's point, on which teams LeBron faced in the finals, could Jordan have won against? NBA Finals appearances as betting underdog. LeBron, seven out of ten teams. Jordan, Zero out of six. Well,
6: maybe that's because Michael Jordan was so great that that's he's right. never an underdog. And that is a yeah. that is a ridiculous
4: thing.
1: And Josh Boyd understand hey, that. Hey, uh, hey, Josh hey,
6: Boyd hey. is a tremendous talent.
4: Stay in your damn lane, mind your business hey, hey, when hey, we're hey. debating this stuff. Don't, don't try to slide information. Are we oh, say, no, wait, are saying him.
6: that Chicago could not have beaten any of those
5: Golden State teams then? Is that what we're saying? Hey, we we look all I know is that the 17, 18, or the 18, 19 Warriors were voted best team. Ever. That's all I know. Come on, man. That's all Come I know, on, man. Come no, on, no, man. No.
4: We, 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 I see I'm going to have a long year. I'm going to have a long year having to deal with stuff. Know, try, know the like the that stuff. You ain't the only one that can mean mug the camera and lean <laughs>
5: back one minute and all of this other stuff with Isaiah, your blasphemy. I be, Isaiah Thomas beat him so bad so much, he won't even speak to Zeke right now. Okay, he refused really? to speak to really? Isaiah really? because well, Isaiah well, did it. Well, let me ask you this. I love Isaiah Thomas, and Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons have a
4: point with that. But let me ask you this question. Who didn't speak to who publicly? Wasn't it Isaiah that didn't speak to M.J.? When MJ finally won, and they walked off the court. Now, there's reasons to it on a serious level. Then we get all that, and I love my man Zeke. But the point is, is that we don't know about MJ not speaking to Isaiah. We saw the Pistons not speak to the Chicago Bulls once they got taken out. But you know where he got that from? You know where
5: Zeke got that from? He got that from Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Perry. That's true. Because when the Pistons beat them, Boston walked off the court, and nobody held. McHale did. McHale did. At least we all agree on this. It's a
6: two-man conversation.
4: It's a yeah, two-man sure. conversation. It's a two-man sure. two conversation. Yeah. Okay. And that oh, will be enough for LeBron and two. his right, cohorts right, to feel right, respect. Right, 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 and my guy ain't the right. second All man. Sensitive. All I'm
5: saying, my guy ain't the second man. It's a two-man conversation, and I'm saying but he, he, he is. ain't two. Okay. And I'm saying he is.
1: Guys, the debate's over. Shannon, you handled the double okay. coverage well. <laughs>
6: <laughs> two guys drove
4: to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home.
1: is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call one 800 DIRECTV tv or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day.
4: What's up, everybody? What's going on? It's time for the A-List after- Week seven, you know what time it is. My top five teams in the NFL following week seven. Keep in mind, the list is fluid. The list is fluid. (laughs) Keep that in mind. Let's go to number five on the list right now Club Shay Shay, Jeff Saturday, aka Sergeant Friday. Listen up. Number five on the list. Bam! Jacksonville Jaguars! Oh. In case you missed it, they've won four straight. They've got victories over Buffalo. got victory over Indianapolis Colts, okay? Got victory over state. These brothers have been showing up. They've been handling their business. Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, the defense of Peterson, coaching them very, very well. Started off a little bit slow, but Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars is reminding us of that team okay. that overcame the 27 okay. nothing deficit at the, in the first half in a playoff game and upended the Los Angeles Chargers, okay? I got them as a top-five team in the NFL right now at this particular moment in time. They ain't <laughs> top four though right now. Give it to me right here. Bam! The 49ers. They lost last night. Oh. They got that. But we all know who they are. Brock Purdy might be a question mark in the eyes of Shannon Sharp. Ayuk ain't a question mark. Debo when he comes back, ain't a question mark. Kittle ain't a question mark. Kyle Shanahan ain't a question mark. That defense, who didn't register one single sack to Kirk Cousins, even though he dropped back 45 times last night. They still are who the hell they are. We saw how they bum-rushed the Cowboys. We know what they're capable of. It's their second loss of the season. We get all of that. But they're still a top-four team in the National Football League. Let's not act like we're blind. Let's go to number three on the list. Please give it to me. BAM! The Baltimore Ravens. That brother, Lamar Jackson, is something special. Now, I understand that OBJ hasn't been what we thought he would be, but at the end of the day, they still are who they are. He still got weapons to throw to and Andrews and Zay Flowers in the crew. The defense is real. It's tough. We saw what they did to the Detroit line. Just smacked them around like they stole something, OK? That's the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. They top three. They ain't top two, though. Give it to me right now. Give it to me, please. BAM! The Philadelphia Eagles. When I smack the board, it's because y'all waited too damn long. It's the Philadelphia Eagles here. It's Jalen Hurts. It's A.J. Brown. It's Devontae Smith. It's Gainwell and Swift out of the backfield. It's cats like Cox, Graham, Carter, Riddick coming at you defensively. The Philadelphia Eagles, the reigning defending NFC champions, are no joke. They just ain't number one right now. We're going to give number one to this team, Mm -mm. the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, Taylor Swift's in the house, Travis Kelsey (laughs) catching for 179 yards and 12 receptions, but Patrick Mahomes throwing for over 400 yards. I got the Chiefs and the defense is no joke either. I got the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Ravens, the 49ers, and the Jacksonville Jaguars as my
5: top five teams in the NFL week seven. I I like the list. I think that's a very nice list. Uh, we have four of the uh, same five teams, four to five. We got four teams that match. I put the Dolphins at five. I know they haven't beat a quality opponent, but I still think they're dynamic. Their offense is too dynamic for me to leave them off the board. I went with the 49ers. I agree with you, Stephen. A. Yes, they've lost two straight, and they, they lost to P.J. Walker, and they lost to Cousins, but I believe they'll get it turned around, even though they got a tough opponent this week. I went with the Eagles at three um jalen hurst's injury is a little concerning to me i saw that knee brace that he came on and he had on after the half so that's a little concerning but that combination the heat and aj brown is something to behold i put lamar jackson and the baltimore ravens in it too because what i saw him do the way he took apart the detroit lions throwing the football we know his legs are dynamic we know the ravens can run the football but the way he threw the football and the way that defense got after Jared Goff, I had no choice but to put them two on the board. And I agree with you with the number one. Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes. He did what I expected him to do against a porous pass coverage team in the Chargers. But what got my breath, what takes my breath away is the way that defense is playing. That's the number one scoring defense in football, I think, first to second. And when they play like that, giving Mahomes and Kelsey on the other side, no choice but to put them at number one. But I I ain't gonna lie to you, it's a good list. It's it's, it's my
3: list other than I have the Eagles and Chiefs flip. And I will say this, I got the Eagles and Chiefs flip. I think the offense and defensive line for the Eagles Are better in totality than the Chiefs. And I think that will ultimately separate it. You have you have more explosive players with the Eagles. Travis Kelsey has he played an incredible game last week. But if somebody takes Kelsey out, as good as Mahomes is, they're not as explosive to me as the Eagles with Smith, AJ Brown. So you got some. And listen, the Ravens put everybody on notice because if the Ravens played the way they played last Sunday, they gonna beat anybody in the league. The problem for them is they're inconsistent, right? They're up one week, down one yeah. week. Lose to the Steelers, lose to the Colts. You know why? They they should have won both of those games. So when you look at them, but when they played the way they did, and by the way, their offensive line completely dominated the Detroit Lions. So that yeah. that which is a which is a big deal. And I'm I'm with you. I have the Fins and the Jags kind of slash for me, and even the Lions kind of right there, all tied five, six, seven, all very good football but- teams. But when okay. I look at those, that's a great list. Real quick, I'm just
4: going to say this. You can't be the Lions losing the way that you lose and be a top five team. You can't be the Dolphins who have victories over all of these under 500 teams. But the second you get in stiff competition, you lose. I'm not saying they're not a good team. I'm not saying they couldn't be in this list in a couple of weeks. But they
3: didn't deserve yeah. it. To no, no. But the, do- right. and the Dolphins right. are hey, very hey, injured.
1: Hey, we got
3: 37. Yeah. What's your grade? Uh, it's an A. It's an A list. Shannon? I give an A. I give an it's A. It's an a. a list. It's an A. All
1: right, here's what America had to say. Okay. America oh, know what the yeah. they talking about. They get America doesn't no, know what the hell they're talking
4: about. They're oh, ignorant sometimes in this country. <laughs> there's something mad mad wrong. They mad they, mad they, there's this ignorance reigning through the United you States of America. I didn't deserve no damn B yeah, for that list. you got to be crazy. We can't. have I'm not listening to that. America, of that.
1: Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're in a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely, lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We head to Miami as the Dolphins are searching for answers as the Eagles soared past them Sunday night, 31 to 17. AJ Brown went off against Miami's defense, going for 137 on 10 receptions and one touchdown to give Miami their second loss on the season after their Week Four blowout loss to the Bills. But we want to dive a little deeper into those two losses. So the Finns were outscored by 42 points across their two losses, both coming on the road against winning teams. Their five victories have come against teams with a combined record of just eight and 25, with none of them having more than two wins. Shannon, tell me this, do you trust the Dolphins to win a big game on the road?
5: Hell, I'm not sure I trust them to win a big game at home because they haven't shown us that they can beat a team that we think are playoff contenders. And that's what we There's no, I mean, there's no way around it. You can't hang 70 on the Broncos and then go on the road the next week and get beat by 30. And that's what happened. And we see this when they step up in level of competition, somehow their level doesn't come doesn't meet the level of the team that they're playing, a la the Buffalo Bills, a la the Philadelphia Eagles. So for two to To ask me, can they win a big game on the road? I'm not sure they can win a big game at home. And until I see it, I'm going to say no.
4: Uh, Shannon, we agree. Uh, we can't disagree on this right now. I'm just looking at some of these numbers. Again, outscored 79 to 37. Uh, they've got four offensive TDs in those two losses, uh, which is obviously different from the team that was averaging 37 against everybody else. They're averaging just 318 offensive yards per game, where they were averaging damn near 500 against everybody else. And here's the key stat, Shannon, to make to, make, to, to accentuate your point even more. Last year, Tua, last December, 0-3. In three road games, all against playoff teams. Yeah. And that's what we're looking at. When this brother's in a clean pocket, he will pick you apart. He will he will do major, major damage. You get in his face, you put a hat on him, you make him feel your presence, you make him tap dance a little bit, all of a sudden things change. And if, if I'm Tyreek Hill, who's bragged and bloviated about uh, um, you know, tour on, on several occasions. And by the way, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, you were right, Shannon Brother gonna call me. I knew they were gonna call me. Tyreek Hill want me to come on the podcast. I'm going, I'm coming, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> don't you worry, I'll be there. But here's the deal. He talked about Tua versus Patrick Mahomes. Messed up. Well, Patrick Mahomes don't tap dance. Patrick Mahomes don't get rattled. Patrick Mahomes shows up on the road just as much as he did at home. That's what I'm talking about. I, we all believe in Tua's talent. But your talent is one thing. The evidence that you prove what you'll do against stiffer competition still
5: remains to be seen. We haven't seen that yet. I'm with you on this one. You know what? I, look, I understand showing support for your teammate, but don't nobody believe that Tua is on the level of Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek doesn't, and I appreciate Tyreek taking the stance because he's there. That's the guy that's going to be throwing him the football. But at the end of the day, it comes down to this, Stephen, A., and you're absolutely right. You're until until otherwise, no. Until you do it. Can you do it? Because this is what we've seen. Now, we're going to learn a little bit more. I think in two weeks they're on the road at a neutral site in Germany. They play Kansas City. They also have the Cowboys. I still think they got uh, two games against the Jets. Stiffer competition. Offensively, the Jets might be a little challenge, But we know what they bring to the table defensively. We know what Kansas City represents on both sides of the football. A lot of Cowboys, and we'll see if they have their act together then. So, we're going to find out. But right now, Stephen, on the road, I got no trust in the Miami Dolphins. Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah, they've played the easiest schedule in the NFL thus far through week yes. seven. The
4: only thing that really elevated my belief is when they went into the playoff game against Buffalo with Skylar Thompson as their quarterback, mm-hmm. his tour, even though they lost 34-31. to 31. Because it was a close game and because they put up 31 points on the road in that inclement weather elevated my level of belief in them coming into the season. Mm-hmm. But then they turn around and they're struggling thus far in the row. All
1: right, don't forget, the NBA season tips off tonight. And our first doubleheader... Uh, are we doing that? We're going to talk about those games yeah. or uh, yeah, what's it. happening here. Oh no, we're not going to break not right now. do that. But we're excited right. that the NBA oh, yeah. season oh, yeah. tipping I'm, off, I'm, I'm ready. and we're going to have a doubleheader yeah. tomorrow on ESPN. And yeah. you're going to be on Countdown with the and the Crew, so that'll be fun. More First Take in a moment.
0: Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5X miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.
1: All right, NBA season tips off tonight. CJ, yeah. what are you most excited about? Oh, listen, everything. I
4: mean, I love the parody that exists in the Western Conference. I love the fact that the Boston Celtics and Milwaukee have improved and they appear to be on the legend course. And I love the fact that I'm going to have to school Shannon Sharp all season long
5: on what a GOAT really looks I'm like. I'm excited to see LeBron James. I'm excited, I'm excited to see LeBron.
1: You're 21. <laughs>
3: And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream TV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on TV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel?
4: Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on TV makes up for your mother not
3: you and your sunflower seeds. Direct TV has the most MLB games. Call one 800 TV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.